People, welcome to the Shubbison Podcast. We're here to Chris J. All the sports and loves me back, people. On my podcast, we discuss the hottest topics in both the NFL and NBA, people. Please subscribe now and tune in. What's up, bet like I never left. I got my right hand man with me, Ty Tracy in the building. My man Ty, how you doing today? Man, I'm doing great, bro. Everything been happening in March. Actually, March Madness. Too much going on right now. Too much going on. Too much going on. It's March. So we got a lot of stuff going on. March Madness about to happen. You got players like Ja Morant flashing guns. You know, he's suspended right now. You got the Lakers winning, two game winning streak. You got uh a lot of stuff going on, man. Just things NFL, right now. NFL, people getting paid for no reason. Like Daniel Jones getting a big contract like he, did some, like he did something this year. Like, come on, bro. Stop playing, bro. Four years, $160 million deal from Daniel, hey, Danny Dimes, Jones, and Lamar Jackson got the non-franchise tag, $32 million a year. But he can't shop other teams. But the Ravens can match the deal and keep them as, if they will choose to. But say if a, a team pays him a lot more and the Ravens can't match that, he can go elsewhere. So right now, there's so many things happening right now. But we got to start off with the topic of the week is is definitely John Morant. First off, John Morant was in Denver, Colorado, inside a strip club with his homeboys, you know, with his shirtless and just flashing his gun, being cool, doing what John Morant does. And to be honest, when I seen this post, I was like, what is he doing? He bought a third thing down the drain because he was doing stuff countless times with a 17-year-old kid. He got gun lasers at people. He just keep doing stuff over and over and over. So, Ty, just tell me your thoughts about John Morant. Okay. He, like, for real, I understand what he's doing. Like, bro, you got everything in hands. Now you want to throw it out. I think when he's in a strip club, what? I understand you go to a strip club. I mean, come on now. who Like, you go to a strip club. Everybody goes to a strip club. We ain't gonna get mad at you about that, but one thing you, everybody knows: at I bet you your father, all your older people told you about this. A certain time of hour, there is is a, is a dangerous time. Go to a club. You bring a gun to a club, you are a target. Everybody knows that. Even my cousins told told me that you are a target. Especially if they know who you are. You are a target because everybody gonna watch you. What you doing? You should be. He should know better than that, because you got you got a big target on the back of your, on the back of your back, especially bringing a club. You wanted you a star player for the Memphis Grizzlies. You are a target, and he should know better than that. Now, like he messed it up. He's messed up right now, and he put the Grizzlies in a great position. Now their season might be done. Now the way because I think I heard he might be fit. He might be facing fifty games. I don't know, but. I mean, he put himself in a situation he should never done, ever. Me personally, I felt like when I seen it, I felt like the league should spend John Morant, and definitely, I feel like for the rest of the season, um, uh, Josh should be done playing, no games. Um, he should be no more basketball this season. John needs time to get right mentally and just, just, it just, just decompress everything, relax and chill. Because I feel like right now he's going down the wrong road with the people that, that Josh surround himself with, with the kid people that's not really his real homeboy. Because me personally, why would I put my homeboy in situations like that? And then he's not a regular person. He's an NBA superstar. He has too much to lose. Josh just signed a five-year contract this last summer. Josh got a, a shoe at Nike, the Jaw ones, and Josh has so much good things going on right now. But it seems like y'all want to be a gangster. The thug life, Tupac, all eyes on me. Y'all want to all the smoke. Y'all don't want to duck no smoke. Y'all want all of it. And it seemed like with, with someone like that who don't want to listen, so, uh, I'm telling you how to humble them. 
meaning sit him down, don't pay him for those games he misses, and just just sit there and think about your life, where you are right now, mm-hmm. and your daughter, your mom, your dad, your cousins, your grandmother. He worked his whole life getting to this point. And it seemed like he doesn't see it because sometimes when you're young, hey, we both young, you know, but like when you're 23, very young, you don't see things like that. Mm-hmm. But I still think the same time, still being young, you got to evolve and the people around you got to evolve. And it seems like the people that's in Jaw circle, they're not really evolving at the way they should because it seems like they want to be in the streets and still be affiliated with certain people because I seen when the time Ja thrown up gang size. I'm not a Ja in the game, that's him. But it's just you don't have to be all 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 loud about it. Not mm-hmm. being open about it because um guys like John Wall and so many players, they don't really just be loud about it. Like say if Ja bang, okay great. Ja you bang you a crip. Do what you gotta do. But you ain't gotta be carrying guns inside arenas, guns inside strip clubs. One, your one, your job, Morant. Two, pay for security, pay for guys to protect you. Let them hold the guns, not you. You are the superstar. You are the prize. You are the treasure. You are the gold. What are you doing? You got too much to lose, man. Think, think. Yeah. This is not your life. Like, think about that two-year-old daughter that he has, your daughter, being an example for her. Because And then with T. Morant, T. is homeboy. T. is dabbing him up, having fun with him. Like, T., yeah. you are his dad, his pops, not his homeboy. Mm-hmm. Not saying y'all can't be friends and do what y'all do, but at the same time, you got to draw the line. Put your foot down, son. I don't care how much money you got. I made you. I made you. You my son. My blood going to your veins. You gonna don't listen. Don't do this. You're going down the wrong road. Sit your son down and tell this man straight up like a father should. And stop being homeboy, homeboy, homeboy with him all the time. Like he had every game. The time with uh with Shannon Sharp and T Morant got into it. Jaw just sitting there. Man, Jaw, man, bro. Most gangsters don't speak loud, meaning. They move in silence. Mm-hmm. They don't really just be all out loud. Most gangsters, they don't portray like they gangsters. They got businesses. They do stuff. They get it. Y'all just, I, I, I don't care what's up. But y'all want to smoke. And last time I checked, I ain't never seen y'all hit nobody, build nobody, pull up with somebody and shoot somebody. So y'all just killing folks. Y'all so, please, how, how many bodies you got? I mean, you a killer, folks, now? I mean, you a killer? I mean, you got a gun, use it. Because somebody going to try you, the right, the right person going to try you and see you about that gunplay. Mm-hmm. And I don't think y'all about that gunplay. All that yeah. talking, take somebody's life. Do it. Do it, y'all. Throw it all away. Kill somebody. Be about their life. Do it. Dumb it. He is doing dumb stuff. Yeah, yeah, he should know better, though, period. And like like you say about the father, you. But parents can't be friends to your own child because that's when that's when everything goes goes down here. They do too much. He should like tell him like straight up like, hey, hey, this ain't you. You need to get your life together before everything goes down here. Get take out your hands in the blink of the eye because you already got a daughter, and plus you, you need your daughter needs you in her life, and you know that you need to be responsible for your daughter. You need to make right decisions for your daughter. You need to let her know the pathway how to be successful and stuff because she's gonna look up to you and. And another part, if I was one of his homeboys, like you said, it's all about loyalty. They they supposed to like step in at least, like they'll show you they'll show you the character who they are. Like they've been down for me since day one. Say me and you went to a club, and you know you made to leave. I'm with you. I'll be your right hand man since like for since sandbox days. And I see I say, I'm gonna tell you like, hey, bro, no, 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 we don't need no gun, man. You got too much on you. Just leave the gun. We gonna be good. If not, just pay for security, and we be good. Cause I don't want you to see you go downhill. Then I'm gonna take the. Then it's gonna feel like it's my fault. Cause I ain't step in as a true friend that I always been since when I was there for you. All the good times and bad times. A good friend supposed to do that. A loyal person supposed to do that. And we know they didn't do that. 
they just happy that he's out here celebrating with let him show the gun. I don't know if they convince him or anything, but come on, you can't post nothing like that, especially on like IG or IG Live or Facebook Live, or whatever, because everybody go catch it. It's the like, come on, that social media today. Everybody's gonna see that. Everybody go see it. Stephen A said this. He said, Ja, you're in the NBA. They see everything you're doing. They everywhere, bro. Trust me. They know where you at, who you with, who you doing it with. They know everything, Ja. They know this is a billion dollar company. They know. And I'm gonna say this too, Ja. The NBA was great before you got there, and the NBA will be great when you leave. So if you leave, people are still going to watch the NBA. They're going to be fine without you. So please think about that. Humble yourself. Really. He shouldn't play no more basketball this year for being stupid. Like, like you ought to choose. I can't believe this. A man that just signed a $200 plus million contract, a shoe deal, signed by Gatorade, all this and that. You got to choose between the NBA or thug like the hood. What you want, Ja? Because most people, they will kill to be in your situation. Most people are never be in your situation. And you telling me $231 million versus to be in the hood? Man, Bobby, the softest guy in the world. What? Man, I fight. Man, Bobby, the softest guy in the world. Like, and you job, be security. You'd be good. They don't stand like he got the money to pay for security. Pay for security. People that's trained to kill or to protect you. They're trained that they have license certifications. They're trained to protect you, man. Use them to have guns. Say something pop off. They shoot somebody because they're protecting you because you're the prize, you know. So, and you got to protect the guy that's. That's the league dog that's making the money. Josh big time. And he's one of the best players in the league. And mm-hmm. so I seen that just pissed me off, man. But ja, if Ja don't care, why should we care? Because Ja clearly don't care. Ja feel like he got to prove something. And then to be honest, those not his real friends. Real friends don't do that, man. They like they gonna roll. And like, and then when he went IG Live, they all Ja's phone. Ja match play. Jot mm-hmm. match the record button. And just like it's cool. And then how how he got the gun inside a strip club? Don't they search you? Yeah, I think. See, I don't know, because one to while I went to one, they didn't search me. Actually, they did search me. They did search me. But I heard they said some clubs don't, some some clubs do. I think it should be a rule that it should be it be searched no matter where where all clubs should search for guns. Yeah. Guns should be a lot of strip clubs. Guns should be in a lot of clubs. Guns should unless, be in bars. Let's just let him let him let's let him walk through. Cause oh, that's John Murray. He good. Like I don't care who he is. He can come in, but we searching that Joker. And yes. then Ja had to have that gun on the plane with the team inside the locker room. Like he had to have that gun with him. So it kind of mommy of that situation with Gilbert Arenas years ago. He had some guns on, and they suspended him for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so with job the same situation. So he, he got to just um, decide between the third life and the rich life in the NBA. <laughs> you know, I, and and he, and he, he want to be a thug. Be a thug, man. Be a thug back in South Carolina where you're from. Do what you got to do. But I'm saying this right now. Uh, uh, the money he's making right now in the NBA, he would not make in the streets. Just saying. And mm-hmm. then – he has the money to build his hometown up. Build your hood up. Build stuff there. I mean, for the people. Leave a legacy. And where you from? Like, think about like stuff like that. And when you go, bring security with you and build stuff up, man. Like, I mean, Ja has the money. I mean, Ja has generational wealth now. Ja's a wealthy man. He's 23 years old. I understand he's young. But people got to stop this. And he young, he young, he young. Ja, I mean, Ty, me and you young. But guess what? We ain't dumb, doing dumb stuff all the time. We young. Man, just because you young don't mean you do the stupidest stuff. No, it's still common sense. Ja, like, some think, I'm Ja Moran. 
So if I go on IG Live and show a gun, I'm probably going to get in trouble from the league. Shouldn't it be common sense in this head? Definitely. It, it should like it should have been like off rip. Like when you first step out, like okay, I need to do what's go, what's something I need to do so I won't get in trouble by the league. Like, they won't see me do nothing stupid somewhere on social media posts. And I understand like I don't understand like why like what was going through his head. Even like uh like the veterans like uh Paul Pierce, Paul Pierce, I think Gilbert Reigns and a couple other players like. Oh, he's a young, like you say, a young guy. But as a veteran, you should be like, "Hey, he's wrong for doing that." I learned from experience. Even they talk about AI. AI say, like AI, like he learned from experience. He's not gonna say, "Hey, hey, man, he's just young." They do dumb stuff. I did dumb stuff. But either way, you end up saying, "Like, hey, that's wrong. You ain't gotta do all that." So I don't understand what like. What like what do we going through like Jaws head sometimes like you said, and where the veterans they should like step in, the ones got trouble like during when we was young, like little kids the ones we looked up watching basketball like they should like step in as well say hey, I did this but John Morant needs to learn, he can't be doing this because he's a big target he's a big player for the franchise and they gonna need him and he just can't lose all that even Jalen Rose. He speak the Bible, but Jalen Rose said, said his side of the story, and he understand. But Jalen Rose also speak facts, saying he can't be doing this and everything. Yeah, man, he just can't be doing that. Um, I don't know what Adam said they're going to do, but I know what he said. I think I've seen some stuff on social media that he's spending indefinitely. I don't know how, how, how true that is, but I just know he's spending for a couple of games right now. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't expect for him to come back anytime soon and i feel like adam silver has to draw the line so mm-hmm. i think he's going to suspend job for the remainder of the season mm-hmm. just just how adam silver has to because one thing about adam silver he's too player friendly yeah he has to put his foot down and later and draw the line mm-hmm. think about david stern he wasn't the most likable of commissioner. Uh, a commissioner but one thing about him he didn't care about being light. He drew the line. You know, he was gonna do his job. Like Adam Silver, just too. Play. Oh yeah, man, just too nice of a guy. And this is serious, man. And he has a resume of doing stuff like this. Pulled a gun out on a seventeen-year-old kid at his house. Got into a little scuffle. John went to the house and pulled his gun out and put it inside his pants. Like, so you an NBA player about to kill this dude for what? Y'all playing basketball, bro? Really? And then with the Pacer, he got into it. Him and his homeboy inside the car. They shoot. They point lasers at the Pacers team bus. What is wrong with you, man? And it's just like it's repeating the stuff over and over and over. And it's like Ja has a bunch of yes men inside a circle. Ja, you don't need yes man. You need a real man, a real friend, not a yes man. People that's not just trying to tag along for the ride, but people that try to contribute during the ride and help and be involved, not be included. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, before we go into the next topic, I don't know if you know who uh, – I think you you know 50 Cent, right? Oh, yeah, of course. And, you know, you know, I just want to make sure – but you know how some people – I don't know who he is, but, you know, I know you know who he is, but you know the, the G-Unit group, right? Tony Yeo. Yeah. So Tony Yayo was on a podcast. You need to listen to it. This man, he he speaks. He was a low. I ain't know. Like he, I'm probably off topic a little bit, but he was the lowest. He was the most lowest person in that G unit group. Like he told somebody. He told uh, it was this guy named Matt Hoffa. They do like a podcast every week, and he was like, "Where's the loyalty at?" And I, he always says, "Yeah, he I didn't know about this." We said about fifty cent. He said, remember the person who turned off the lights for you. And remember he did this for you, who put you on. It won't for him. Like he said, it won't for 50. There'll be no Tony Yayo. 50, 50 Cent is the reason why I'm here. 50 Cent did everything for me. He turned on my lights. He did everything for me. He changed my whole lifestyle. He made my family happy. He made my, my own mama happy. He did everything for me that made me put, he made me put me in this position. Like he said, it's God's plan. But he said, where's the loyalty at? Nowadays, it's all about loyalty. Remember the person turning the lights for you. Remember the person who been there for you. Like I said, 
his friends. Where's the loyalty at? Because during that situation, you ain't show him no loyalty or anything. You just let him do what you want to do the whole time instead of being real loyal and stepping in like you're supposed to. I agree, man. You can't forget about the people that played a part in your life and the people that want to also evolve and grow with you. You can't forget about those, man. You know, the people that was that was involved and played major big parts in you being where you are today. And I understand y'all the loyal guy. Those are boys probably from high school and middle school, guys that grew up with, they look him and he just jotted them. But if they ain't trying to grow with you, man, cut them off. Kick rocks. It can't be like, I'll be a friend from a distance, but just being being involved with y'all all the time, I can't do it. I got to move different, you know? And so hopefully Jai gets the help that he needs, and, you know, be praying for him. And hopefully he gets better over time. And I'm pretty sure he will. Because mm-hmm. for moving forward, Tupac, all eyes on him now. All I'm going to be on Ja. Yep. Off the court. What is he doing off the court? All I'm going to be on you. So now, if Ja does something like this again, he might be kicked out the league. Like, simple, you know. But I hope he de- hope that doesn't happen because guys like uh, Steven Jackson got to that brawl back in 04. Now mm-hmm. he's on all the smoke podcast doing big things out there. People can change their way to – People can evolve and grow, you know. So I look at people like that that's, you know, done back, done crazy things in their career and journey. But you always can change your future by being a better person. And so I really know, hope Ja does that, and I'm pretty sure he will. So mm-hmm. we shall see. We shall see, Ty. We got to take the topic up, man. Got to go to the NFL, man, because we got a, a couple of contracts, a couple of – a tags in the NFL. Daniel Jones signed a four-year, $160 million deal with the Giants for four more years. He he returned to New York. And Mr. Lamar Jackson, he did not get his long-term deal that he's looking for. He got a non-franchise tag for $32 million, but he can shot other teams and talk to different teams, maybe like the the Falcons, the Commanders, the Dolphins, the Raiders, and teams of that nature. So, Mr. Ty, tell me your thoughts about just Daniel Jones' contract and Lamar Jackson non-franchise tag. It's, it's, it's sad. How Daniel Jones get a contract before Lamar Jackson? And I want to ask you this one question. Would the Daniel Jones deserve to get a contract? Like, let me know. I like this. Let me know. This say one thing where he deserves to get a contract, minus taking the Giants to the playoffs. And he didn't even have a good. He had a decent season. Man, fifteen touchdowns. That's what I'm saying. Right there, you go. Fifteen touchdowns. They make it seem like, oh man, he turned the pro. No, he did not turn the organization organization around. He didn't. Saquon Barkley did with a ring. Saquon Barkley did. He came back, played a monster year. The head coach. Um, the Bills' former offensive coordinator, he came in, found a way to get Saquon Barkley the ball like he needs to, and made the offense run through him. Dane Jones did not deserve that contract. Everybody knows that. And what's even more frustrating, you paid Daniel Jones before Saquon Barkley? Like, come on now. What did – like, Saquon Barkley was a runner-up for comeback player of the year. Now, know you're wrong. This year was really tough between him and Christian McCaffrey. Now you could definitely go either way who could win it. So is there a definite respect between them two? But you really go pay a non a non-threat a non-threat person and you go franchise your tag, your running back? Like, come on, but that doesn't make no sense. Then Lamar Jackson side, what is the Ravens trying to do? Like, what what is what what else do you want him to do? And be like ever since y'all drafted him, y'all became playoff contenders. Y'all was like he led y'all. To, I think it was a division round. Y'all was there to like y'all was one game away from the conference round, and you still can't pay the man. He deserve a he deserves a lot of money because if it wasn't for him, y'all would not been relevant right now, and they know that. And it's really sad how they treat Lamar Jackson like he's a, like, well, we we'll pay you, but we don't know yet. Y'all get matched the numbers, like stop playing. Y'all pay uh Rayquan, I said Roquan, 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 
I think Roquan Smith. Y'all pay him a five-year deal, hundred million dollars, and he just got traded to y'all. And y'all pay him right there. What's taking y'all long? What's taking long with Lamar Jackson? Like, come on. I understand y'all gonna have to cut some holes, but like, come on now. Y'all want a franchise quarterback? He's right there, but it's just crazy how you train somebody who's been who been put onto your organization, who was committed. Now it's like y'all just slapping him behind the head, like, yeah, he all right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel you, man. Um, with Daniel Jones, I go to him first. You know, I feel like the reason why he got paid that contract because he's a quarterback, and these days quarterbacks are value more, uh, are probably probably better than running backs because Barkley's a running back and everything like that. He did get franchise tag, I believe, so Barkley. Yeah. And so I just feel like with Daniel Jones, with the year he had, good to work, good for his standards, you know that. They kind of decide to pay him because they really don't have any options to get as far as a quarterback going to New York. So they had to give him something that was reasonable. I feel like they kind of paid him too much for his type of quarterback. He's not very good to me. Um, I would have paid Dane Jones like lesser, like something like 30 mil a year because he's not worth 40 mil a year, to be honest. He never was. Yeah, and – and then to be real, he had a – I mean, this year he had his best year by far because because the past previous years he was really got off on trash, a turnover machine, wasn't very accurate, wasn't very good. And so he played a good year. I mean, one good year. And then Ryan Dable kind of changed his life, you know, a good coach. So I think it's kind of more pressure on him this upcoming season because he has to – to continue to find ways to make Daniel Jones look pretty good. And so I feel like the, the reason, one reason why that really happened because of Barkley in the run game, the run game establishing that run game kind of helped Daniel Jones out to a big part of the season. Mm. You know, so I just feel like Barkley, most running backs don't get paid top dollar these days because they're so devalued. Yeah. So I get it, you know, so I mean, I understand that. But I I seen the day I think they're going to ex, ex, extend Barkley to an extension sometime. I seen that, so I won't be surprised if they franchise tagged him, then extended him probably to a two two year maybe three year deal maybe because this contract probably will be Saquon Barkley last big contract because mm-hmm. for most uh, he's like 25, 26, 27, I believe I one of those ages. I think so so this probably be his last big contract because his next contract runs out probably in his thirties, and most running backs after thirty they don't really try to pay them high like that unless you're just somebody like Emmitt Smith or somebody you know an all time great running back or, or Barry Sanders or Adrian Peterson type running back, but uh, but I feel like uh, you know that's not going to happen definitely, but I feel like with Barkley. He probably will be a giant because I can't really see him going nowhere else. He's probably be a lifelong giant for right now in his prime. Mm-hmm. But just with Daniel Jones, he got what he got. Wasn't really worthy of it. No. But, hey, that's the market these days. Like You pay your quarterback because that's your franchise. So I get it. Then with Lamar Jackson, man, the Ravens, I think they're some idiots. I think they're crazy. I think they're dumb because let's be honest. Before Lamar Jackson got there, the Ravens were a mess. He changed that franchise overnight. He put them back on the map. Without Lamar Jackson, they're not even relevant. And I and I understand the past two seasons, he's missed the last five games. I get it with injuries, but ankle injury and knee injury. I get it, yes. But you ought to think about what he's done for your franchise. As a starting quarterback, Lamar Jackson, I believe – has a record of like a forty-two and eighteen or sixteen. I think it's forty-nine. He has a great like, winning record. Right. He's one of the most winningest quarterbacks far at the regular season. Has been Lamar Jackson. Then he has a league MVP. And yes, I understand the postseason. He has one win, one win. I understand that. But Kyler Murray has zero wins. And Russell Wilson. Let's be honest. He had a horrible year this year. He got 165 million guaranteed. Kyler Murray got 189 fully guaranteed. I mean, I'm a, I'm a guaranteed. And then you got guys like Kirk Cousins. 
he's gotten contract that's fully guaranteed year after year after year. He's not even that good. And so, like, so many quarterbacks that he's better than, they're getting paid. And so the season that Aaron Rodgers had, let's be honest, it was kind of to his standards not a good season. Mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers was down in everything. Aaron Rodgers didn't have one game where he threw over 300 yards passing. Not one game. He didn't have one this season. Not even one. And so I feel like that's just disrespectful. Of course, he's not Pat Mahomes. He's not Joe Burrow or those guys. But Lamar Jackson, in my opinion, he's a top five, top six quarterback in the league. He's yeah. one of the faces of the league. And then out of Joe Burrow, Trey Lance, uh, 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 Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, my bad, Trevor Lawrence, Josh Allen, out of those three quarterbacks, he's the only one that has an MVP, him, him and Pat Mahomes. So it's like the guy that's won an MVP, put your team, your city back on the map. He's carried you. The whole t the team built around him. And it's like, y'all don't want to pay him. I, I understand because his playing style, but Lamar can throw. He can't pass the football, too. Like, he's led the league in touchdowns before. We won MVP. The man threw 36 touchdowns. He is a beast. He's that dude. And so, if y'all don't want to pay the man, let him go. Let him go. Let him walk because this is just crazy. Because Daniel Jones got, got a contract four years. You mean to tell me Daniel Jones is getting paid more than Lamar Jackson? Are you kidding me? Daniel Jones? Danny Ding Dong Jones? Are you kidding me? 40 mil, Lamar 32 mil, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson. Man, I mean, y'all like Josh Allen, I get it. Joe Burrow's coming up, I get it. Herbert, I get it. But you mean to tell me some of these quarterbacks that's getting top dollar? He better than. He has a better resume. And then with the Sean Watson situation, Cleveland, they just signed a bad contract because out of desperation, because they knew they needed a quarterback because Baker Mayfield wouldn't get the job done. They knew they had to get somebody, so they overpaid to get Deshaun Watson because Deshaun Watson, he was leaning toward the Falcons. So they knew they had to pay this man, well, overpay this man top dollar. So that's what they signed him with $230 million, all fully guaranteed. I get it. A bad contract by, and with his resume right now, with all those woman cases that came out during that time, Yes, it's over, but the same time, man, the disrespect Lamar has gotten is just, I mean, to me, it's, it's laughable. It's unbelievable. It's just, it's its crazy, man. And then what kind of message you're sending to your whole team? Basically, when different players are up for their contracts, y'all ain't going to pay them because y'all ain't paying Lamar Jackson, and he's y'all franchise player, the best player on the team. So it's just crazy. It's stupid. It's um, it just mind blowing to me, man. So um, hopefully a team picks up Lamar Jackson. The teams I hope that uh, that gets him. To me, in my opinion, is the Dolphins. Cause go to Miami, you got Tyreek there. You got Jalen Waddle. Got a good tight end. Pretty good O line. Got a good defense. And guess what? He's from Miami. He's from there. And so, the head coach what better team to go back, back to the crib and play for a team you grew up watching as a kid? Better than that. Second to me is the Raiders. You have Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs. That's all I got to say. And then Darren, Darren Waller. Yeah, Darren Weapons. And then in Las Vegas and Florida, no tax states. Hello, get all your money. Ching, 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 ching. Just saying. And the third team, I would say, is the Falcons because the Falcons are a team that has so much cap space, they need a quarterback. Mm -hmm. And then Atlanta, they need that quarterback. That will be a Michael Vick experience 2.0 mm -hmm. all over again. He will be the face of Atlanta. So I think those three teams should be his top three teams as far as his radar. But I don't – because Tua, he's always injury, injured. And then – He's coming off off three concussions, so I can't trust Tua. And then with the um 
the Raiders, you lost Derek Carr to the Saints. He's gone. And so who's their quarterback? Who? I mean, I'm so they have no quarterback really. And then with the Falcons, you have no quarterback. You have no quarterback. <laughs> and like you have and so it's just me personally, like um those three teams need quarterbacks and see what happens. Maybe the commanders might do something. I will say I'd be I'd be more afraid if the commanders push for Lamar Jackson, because he's right down the road from him. But this I'm saying I this I'll be one reason I'd be scared if the commanders get Lamar Jackson. Cause the commanders are not that far away. Even though I'm an Eagle fan, they're not that far away to compete for the NFC East. They're not. They just need a quarterback. They got weapons. They got weapons everywhere. They got a great defense. If they just get a quarterback play, and you think about, it, they got Eric B- um, Benemy. If you if they like, if we get him that, if we give him Lamar Jackson, I guarantee you, the Commanders will be a whole different team, and they will make some noise. That's why I said I'd be more afraid. If I was one of them teams like the Raiders, the um, the Raiders, the um, a Dolphin, the Falcons, Falcons. I'd be more. I'll push. I'll push more than the Commanders because they're really not that far away from getting add one more piece to that offense. If they add Lamar Jackson, it, I think it's gonna be lights out. I think Lamar needs to go to a team that has a number one receiver that's elite. Because he's never had a number one receiver. When you think about all the great quarterbacks from the past into now, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, one. Think about got guys like Joe Burrow. He has three number one receivers. He has Chase, Higgins, Boyd. He has Justin Herbert. He has Mike Williams. He has the um the other guy. Keenan Allen if he's healthy. Keenan Allen, he has those guys. Trevor Lawrence, he had the one receiver. You have from all the great, from all the quarterbacks, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. Like you think about all the, think about the old quarterback. I mean, Tom Brady had Randy Moss. He had Gronk in his career. I mean, um, you have Joe Montana, Jerry Rice. Um, I mean, from all the greats, they had number one receivers, and he's never had that. People love saying. People don't play with Lamar, play with Lamar. How about y'all just give this man a number one receiver and see what happens? Because he can throw the ball, but he doesn't have two number one receivers. You know, you have Adam the tight end. That was his number one. That was actually his number one receiver. You can get on the tight end in certain situations, especially in the offense. And so it's just, man, like he never had that. So I wish that uh He'll leave because I think that bridge is burnt. Oh, well, that bridge has been burnt. Yeah. The ashes are there. It's burnt completely down to the ground. The house is gone. It's burned forever, and it's not rebuildable. It's done because you disrespected the man. You don't want to pay the man. And y'all basically saying to his face, we don't think you're good enough, period, because they don't want to pay this man. And then with, with how the market is, y'all trying to pay this man little cheap money, 133 guaranteed one time, 133. Come on, man. Like, y'all need to really stop disrespecting me because I won the best in the game. And and my Lamar Jackson, I would not play under that non-franchise tag. So I'm hoping and believing that one of those teams that we just named they swallow their pride and pay this man. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying don't pay him 230 fully guaranteed, but we can say this, Lamar. What we can do, we can guarantee you 200 mil. Sign up or 200 mil. We can guarantee that fully guaranteed. Maybe out of 230 or two, I basically out of a contract out of 250 mil. You have $200 million guaranteed. Try that. That may have worked. Of course, it's not the shuns, but $200 million fully, I mean, guaranteed is still a lot of money, man. You know, and then going to a, 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 a state that could be non-taxed. And I'm also say this. 
Why not? If I was the Jets, how about y'all try to get Lamar? Because one, Lamar's younger. Two, Aaron Rodgers is 40, uh, uh, turn 40, this year. 40 years old. He'll turn 40 in Lamar is 26. So, like, you would have more years with Lamar Jackson. So, I feel like get, getting Lamar Jackson, that could be more, like, far as years years more playing and being more relevant because of Rodgers. You got about two get gears out of him, that's it. Definitely. So, I feel like try to see about Lamar Jackson, man, maybe. But the disrespect is just is crazy to me, man. It, it's just – Flat out a slap in his face. Basically, they just spit in his face. We don't care about you. Yeah, that's really, it's really sad what you're doing to your quarterback. Like you know, you're close. You're really one step away to losing, and y'all not gonna be the same again. And then y'all know that. Like, like for real, he didn't play. He barely had any pieces like this past season. Minus Mark Andrews, that was actually a good. He still he was a he's a top five tight end in the league. That's what I think. But I mean, after that, take away Mark Andrews, who else you gonna throw the ball to? Like Rashad like, Bateman always injured. Rashad Bateman's always injured. Can't stay on the field. They had they had Hollywood Brown, but he was not number one receiver, and so it just wasn't a good fit with Hollywood Brown. And so I mean, I mean to be honest, like it just. You know, the receiver they have just ain't that all that good, in my opinion. From like, like they ain't number one receivers, man. So, um, so, so I feel like we haven't seen the best Lamar Jackson yet, version of Lamar yet, because he's never had that true number one receiver. Because we seen when Josh Allen got the fun digs, his life changed, his game mm-hmm. changed, and like you know, we've seen you know Tyreek Hill have. Ty- I mean, Pat Mahomes have Tyreek Hill. And then we seen how Tyreek Hill changed Tua. Because early on, Tua looking like a a totally different quarterback. Tyreek Hill changed that. So with Lamar Jackson having that truly one receiver, that could change his life, man. You know, you know, never know. And same thing with Dak Prescott, when they got Amari Cooper, changed his life. Changed his life during that time. Mm-hmm. So it's like you got to give your – Quarterback, a true number one receiver, someone they can go to when 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 all said and done, I'm going to my guy, make a play, you know. So I mean, gotta see what happens, man. But Lamar, you know, just it's tough times for him, man. So I'm ready to see what's going to happen and transpire during these next couple weeks. I'm hoping he gets the money he needs mm-hmm. and deserves and leaves. Baltimore because they don't value him. And and it's crazy though. They don't want to pay Lamar Jackson, but they showed play Joe Flacco. And I know Joe Flacco, he had that great magical playoff run back in 2012 or 2011. I understand it. But we know Joe Flacco wasn't good of a quarterback, but they still paid him. So why not pay Lamar Jackson? Because he's way better than Joe Flacco. And let's be honest here. Like seriously. Seriously, got to go to the NBA, man, because you know my Lakers. You got a lot of stuff going on. AD's playing, been playing great. Like we like, like we were talking about AD been playing great. Who was this at the whole time? Playing great, man. You got the Suns with Kevin Durant looking good. Um, Luca and Kyrie Irving. You know, you got uh the Clippers been struggling lately with Westbrook. You got so much stuff right now. Um, the Bucks with Giannis, they look nasty. The Philly, you know, looking good right now. Man, there's so many teams. You know, um, Zion still out with injury. I don't know when he's coming back. Probably never because he's always injured. Um, so just right now with the NBA in March, now it's kind of the last 17, 16 games of the regular season. Which team do you feel like has the edge on both the Eastern and Western Conference? Who has the edge? Or or which team you feel most confident about moving forward so far in the season? All right. So in the East, gosh, the East is hard. But I'm going to say this. Giannis and the Bucks. I think Drew Holiday's game has been approving a lot 
in the second half of the season. That's what I think. The second half of the season, I think Drew Drew Holiday really turned his game a lot more and more efficient now. He's been more he he's been that key piece that you need. That's I think the Bucks been looking for. He stepped his game up a lot this second half of the season. That's why I feel like this Bucks might is I think they got the best chance to make it back to the finals that they should have made last year, but Chris Milton was absent. And Drew Holiday did not play his best game in that series when he, they needed him to. So I feel like Drew Holiday really became a bigger – he played a bigger role and he made a bigger step and fish in his game this second half of the season. Then for the West, ooh, gosh, the West. Gosh, that's, that's tough. But I'm going to say this. I'd be more afraid for the with the Lakers right now than anybody because if AD keeps that that play, this and he keeps that play, especially in a playing tournament, they make it to the playing tournament. I feel like they're gonna they probably make it to the playing tournament or they'll get that sixth spot on West. If he keeps that play up, I guarantee the Lakers gonna be a problem. They change that, they change that, they uh, they change that whole franchise around and they add some key players that. That LeBron needed around him, AD's playing like a monster. I'm telling you, the Lakers are going to be right there. I like those answers, man. You know, you said my Lakers. That's it's crazy. It's, it's crazy, man. My Lakers and everything. You know, I, I've been watching them. I'm gonna start with the East too. You said the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, me personally, man, I feel like the Bucks are the best team in the East. But I think um, the I think they're the best team in the East right now, man, because the past couple of games, Boston been struggling. They've been, like, losing big leads. And I think right now the Bucs, they added Jay Crowder. Giannis being Giannis, Chris Middleton coming around. You know, um, they've been um, doing big things. Um, and so, and Grayson Allen, he's been big for the Bucs, too. Definitely. And so I feel like the uh, Milwaukee Bucks with them – and their championship pedigree and their experience. They've done so many great things this year. I think they're the best team in the East from top to bottom with Brooke Lopez. You have him doing this thing. You have um um they have Bobby Portis. He's been magnificent. Drew Holiday's been big this year. I think they're the best team in the East. But I'm saying this too. I think the most dangerous team that will have the best shot and knocking off the Milwaukee Bucks would be the 76ers because I did watch that game this past Saturday, and I seen pretty much Joel Embiid kind of at times lock up Giannis. If James Harden, excuse me, plays that way, how he played on Saturday, the 76ers got a really good shot, man, because Harden played like the Houston James Harden. And Joel Embiid is Joel Embiid. You know, with Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Harris, they have depth. They have size. They have, I think this is Philly's best and deepest team since Doc Rivers has been in Philly, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think the Bucs are the best team, but I feel like a team that can have that shot and just knocking them off with the 76ers. And the reason why I didn't say Boston is because right now, I don't know about their head coach because in the playoffs you gotta game slows down. You gotta coaching matters. Mm-hmm. And what Udoka did last year, he kind of showed us that he get over that hump with going to the finals. Because Boston get to the finals last year, if they don't get back and win, their season was a bust. And lately, I haven't I've been seeing bad patterns from them, man. They're blowing big leads. Jason Tatum has some moments where he is not playing his best. And right now, I just don't know about Boston because they're going through a tough time right now, trying to find their identity. And they haven't. And last year, like, they played great defense right now coming to the playoffs. This year, they haven't played the same kind of defense. Mm. And so I think um, right now, I put Boston as the second best team, but how Philly playing right now, Philly just at the right time. I think Philly is coming as the second best team right now in the East. Mm-hmm. But I do think uh, it's still Milwaukee. 
but Philly's scary. In the West, um, the West is wide open, man. It's wide open because, yes, the Warriors are the defending champions, but they are abysmal on the road. I'm watching that game last night versus the Thunderers. Like, they look totally different on the road. And I've never seen a Warriors team be this bad on the road because they can't hit shots. They don't play defense on the road. But when they home, they're totally different. And right now, Golden State, they're a six seed. Being a six seed, you got to play all your games on the road. Mm -hmm. You don't have no home court advantage. So it's like, how y'all looking on the road? How can I pick y'all to even win the West? And so right now, it, I feel like right now you got to – Denver, what they've been doing all year with the Coley Gokic, they've been winning and doing big things. But I'm going to say something about Denver. I don't think teams fear them. No. Like, I feel like a team like the Lakers or a team like Phoenix – or a team like the Clippers, if they face Denver, I think they will be confident. Not saying Denver won't win the series, but I feel like those teams wouldn't be scared of them. They don't put fear in your heart. Like when Golden State had Kevin Durant, they put fear in your heart. You always go to State, man. You know, so right now, bad as I want to say my Lakers, I can't say them right now. We're coming. We're getting better and better and better. My thing is this, just – Make the, stay in the play-in or get that six seed. But how we're looking right now, we're looking good. We're playing good right now. But you know, know how AD is. He'll play great the next two or three games. Then he'll play bad the next two games. Then he'll get injured. Then it'll, like, it's just what AD is just you got to pray, man. So it's, it's, he's just like a roller coaster, man. He just he's up. He's down. Stop. Back when he he's everywhere. So I just think about AD, but I would say the team that has, in my opinion, that's probably that has the edge right now in the West. I gotta say the Suns, and the reason why I gotta say the Suns because Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant, man. Him and Devin Booker and DeAndre Aiden. I think Kevin Durant, he's that nuclear cheat code. KD is KD. I've watched Phoenix the past couple of games. I'm saying offensively, who going to stop them? Now, of course, their bench is very thin, don't have much depth. But I do think in the seven games in the playoffs, you only play about eight deep anyways. I mean, mm-hmm. let's be honest. In the playoffs, you play about eight deep. Eight, to nine, eight, eight, eight maybe nine deep. But yeah. but no pass. But nine, nine max, eight for sure, you know, mm-hmm. because – the playoffs, the game slows down. Team actually play defense. Team actually studies your team because they can prepare two weeks for you. So I think right now it's Phoenix. But I do want to put some respect on Denver. I I still think Denver's the best team in the West right now because they've done it all year. And But I feel like the most dangerous team that, that right now is not Denver, it's Phoenix. Or maybe my Lakers, but we're coming around. I can't say that right now because Brian got to come back first and see, mm-hmm. and see how Brian looks when he comes back. Now, Brian, Brian looking like Brian and AD playing how, how he playing right now in role players with Austin Reeves, Beasley, Vanderbilt, man, Troy Brown. I'm like, okay, now we cooking something. I got that. But I would say it's Phoenix – but I'm going to still put respect on, on the Nuts name because they've been the best all team all year in the West. So I got to do it that way. I definitely agree with you. The only reason I can't agree with the Suns is just the defensive end. That's the only thing I'm going to say about the defensive end. Like, I mean, who's who's uh, DeAndre, DeAndre's Aiden backup if he goes down? That's why I was like, I, not, I don't want to depend on the Suns yet. They still got to prove to me on the defense, the defense side of the ball first before I say, oh, yeah, they got a chance. That's I feel you. I definitely feel that, man, for sure. You know, definitely. You know I mean? But the West, I mean, the, I mean, the West is wide open right now. Really, it's about matchups because you still got a team like the Clippers. You still got teams. Um, you still got Clippers trying to do what they're doing. 
got the Pelicans trying to get into the playoffs. I doubt they'll get in without Zion. But uh, you got the Grizzlies right now without John Morant. They ain't no contender. Even with Ja, they went on the championship with them. So without them, they definitely ain't going to do nothing. I mean, they'll be in the playoffs because this season, they won so many games. I mean, like, they'll be in the postseason, yeah. But, you know, I feel like without – they ain't no serious contender. And then with the Warriors, it, yeah, they're defending champs. And I want to say the Warriors, but – they're horrible on the road. Great teams are great on the road. Like they trash on the road. They're embarrassing. They're seven and twenty-four or twenty-five on the road. The past in the past five or six weeks, they've won one game on the road. I'm Man, like, dude, that is horrible. That is that is embarrassing. That's god awful. That's true. And so it's just it's crazy, man. It's crazy. You know, gotta take the last question tonight off with this because I know it's definitely that time. March Madness, you know, just, you know, with March Madness about to approach, man, the big tournament of the year. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest, the only time I watch college is March Madness, to be real. But I gotta see definitely, um, you know, just based on your thought, because you a college man, you love college. So based on your opinion right now, who do you feel like has the edge closing the regular season and going to the tournament then to March Madness? I got a lot of you. You it's it's in the air. You really can't say who's gonna win. You don't know who's really gonna win this year. Who's gonna win? We I don't know. A lot of people don't even know. It's not no every year you go see a UNC, Duke, Kentucky. Um, another power um, power ranking school. You you're not gonna see that. We don't see that now this year. Now it's gonna be like, who's gonna win this year? I mean, Kansas back. They made it to the championship last year. They won it. But I mean, who's gonna win it though? That's why I was like, I can't pick who's gonna win it. It's it's really hard. You don't know who's gonna win it this year. Now I'm telling you, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Like these teams, like you, like dang. No, Kentucky. I mean, Kentucky might be a sneak, might be a team to watch out for. You might be have to watch out, but we don't see no Duke, we don't see no UNC, and we don't see like none of that. Now it's like teams like, dang, this will be a this will be a good one this year to, to pick. Now it's just like, dang, now it's like some actual guests you gonna have to make. Like, I think they gonna make it. I think gonna make it. so. That's why I feel like you don't know who's gonna win. It's in there now. I think with college, man, it's just so many teams. It's hard to keep up during the regular season because it's like it's so many college teams, man. It's hard to keep up with just certain teams. I feel like you got to just stick with one team and see what's going on. But with colleges, it's a pile of teams. And But mm-hmm. I think with March Madness, I think the enjoyment of March Madness is not knowing who's going to win because usually a different team wins every year most of the time. So I can say that's probably the enjoyment of March Madness because you don't know what to expect. It's like a new movie. Like you just like ain't to see what's going to be next because you don't know what to expect because it's new, it's fresh. Like nobody knows the script or seen it. It's just something new every year. So I think that's the enjoyment of March Madness. And then the guys in college that's really bothered in college, they step their game up and raise their level in March Madness because they know all eyes are on them because the, the whole world watching March Madness. You know? So I think that for sure. So, I mean, because I feel like nobody gets their bracket completely right because it's just it's just one year is it, major upset. The number one seed get beat. This happens. And then it's always that one team that's a Cinderella team that gets hot at the right time yeah. Go to the final four. So it just that's the March Madness, and that makes March Madness March Madness, in my opinion. But hey, I do, I will be watching, I will be seeing these college players and what they can work with and do in the big tournament. Yep. And I'm pretty sure whoever went to championship was going to be a team that no one expected to win. Nobody. They better not. So, say, oh, I knew I know you didn't. So that's the beauty of March Madness, in my opinion, man. But you know, Tom, it was a great show tonight, man, talking about just so many great topics about the NFL, 
NBA, March Madness, John Morant, you know, man. So definitely, man, it's a great time talking to you. So just tell the fan what you got going on, man, in your life right now for just sports-wise and doing your thing for the sports. Uh, Really nothing. There was some kids. I'm going to Texas tomorrow for a couple of days to see my cousin graduate or something in the military. I don't know to visit. I'm just going down there to go. That's it. I'm just going to be a supporter. That's it. I'm just down there to be supporter. That's it. I got you, man. Well, congrats to your cousin, man, graduating from the military. It's some, it's some, uh, it's some things she was doing with the military because she been uh-huh. she been in the military for like ten plus years. So I don't know. I take that back because colleges don't graduate until like May. So, so my apologies. But, uh, but yeah, you know, well, well I mean, congrats on your cousin, man. We're doing mm-hmm. big things in the military, man. It's a great show tonight. Great talking to you, man. Definitely mm-hmm. gonna be on the show again. We always have a great vibe talking about sports and whatnot. People, y'all heard us talk about John Morant, Lamar Jackson, Daniel Jones, the NBA, and March Madness people. Y'all got everything, the whole nine yards. You got good, you got bad, you got great, you got mean, you got all that. All that in one take, people. We love y'all. Be blessed, be great. Still, kids, don't do drugs. Just saying. Be great. We love y'all. We out.